Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for, but you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Mainstream media outlets do not cater for the needs of you as a Muslim. There are topics which they will completely ignore. For example, the hijab ban that is happening in India, the Islamophobia that Muslim women all over in the West are facing. They don't even report Palestine or Syria in a balanced manner. So through my podcast and my YouTube channel, I discuss the topics specifically related to Muslim women, that Muslim media sometimes as well, particular mainstream popular culture, will not discuss. Topics like critiquing feminism, topics such as the number of hijab bands, niqab bands that are happening in India, in France, in Canada. These are challenges that Muslim women are facing. And I'm going to keep continuing to shine a light on these topics. So inshallah, I would love your help and support in continuing to create this content for Muslim women, which is challenging the very negative Islamophobic narrative that we are being given. I think as a Muslim creator, we should be producing content that is Islamic, that is well-researched and provides hope to Muslim women and men that as Muslims, when we see an evil, we can change it with our hand, we can speak about it, or we can hate it in our heart. And I think some of us are able to create videos and podcasts, and others who are not able to do that, like yourself, you can support that work as well and gain in the reward, inshallah, by contributing and supporting to my Patreon page. The link is in the description below. Inshallah, may Allah reward you, and please do the well for all the Muslims around the world, that we can continue to challenge this Islamophobic narrative, but always remember that Allah is with the righteous. Assalamu alaikum and welcome to Smart Muslim Podcast. My name is Farhat Amin, I'm your host. Inshallah, I pray that you and your family are well. I know on Instagram, um, I, I did mention it on my stories and 
Alhamdulillah. Um, I really appreciate everyone's du'as. If you'd like to follow me on Instagram, it's farhatamin underscore UK. I update the Instagram more than the podcast. So that's a good place to know about any books or courses I have. But yeah, I'd just like to say that. And um, I have been um, concentrating on family more. I've also relocated... I don't know how for how long this will be, but we're in Istanbul at the moment. So that has also, it's alhamdulillah, it's lovely living here. Thank Allah for the opportunity. And so priorities have changed in my life and I won't be doing as many podcasts, but I had time today, it's a Saturday morning, and I thought this is something that I've been wanting to discuss for a long time. It's observations that I have made and I'm and I wonder if you guys if you've been thinking about this as well. But um inshallah if you want to email me any feedback back, it's hello at farhatamin.com. Inshallah I'd also um my website smartmuslima.com you can you know get updates and subscribe to free stuff there's a lot of free content on there that you can find whether it's linked to feminism or marriage inshallah but yeah let's let's get started with the podcast so i hear this very often that men um muslim men shouldn't discuss women's issues muslim women's issues and you see it on instagram and twitter that why are men especially like Muslim YouTubers, whether it's Muslim accounts on Twitter and podcasts, that why, that they really shouldn't be discussing whether it's hijab or feminism or just anything kind of relating to women. It's not, they should stay in their lane. Why are they discussing it? And in particular, I think the kind of big names, you know who they are as far as Muslim male YouTubers and personalities um there seems to be a lot of discussion around that well there is and the thing is i've been thinking about this a lot that why do why do these men discuss it now first of all islamically we can't say as muslim women that men shouldn't discuss that there's certain subjects they can't discuss because unless in islam it says they can't do it then who are we to say you can't talk about it it would be the same as a man saying to a woman why are you talking about men's issues yeah we there, there isn't you know because you need to remember where we're not just individuals we're wives we're husbands and their husbands where um you know we're daughters and we're sons where um grandfathers and grandmothers you know it's everything's connected uncles and aunties it's all um, to, to say that somehow we should we can det- um, dissect our relationships and our um, you know the roles we have given and that we put each other into boxes and say no one can you can only talk about this and you can only talk about that. I think that's a very um, uh, that's a very individualistic non-Muslim way of thinking about things. It's like you know, vegans aren't allowed to talk about people who eat meat and a person who eat meats, how do they, un- they can't understand what a vegetarian thinks or feels. Do, do you get what I mean? So let's just put that aside. Pe- men and women can discuss on knowledge about and, and issues about either gender. Okay, that, that's the first thing. Now then there is an issue about how, what I would say is how when men talk about women's issues, 
do they really understand? That is a valid question. Do they, are they, um, even do they, are they sympathetic enough sometimes? Are they aware of, do they have a holistic understanding of the topic? That I would, you know, it's like, I would say, someone who is, for example, anorexic or have, let's just go with anorexia or bulimia. I couldn't, for example, talk about that in detail um, because I haven't gone through it. And I would think, you know, I'd think twice. I would have to, what I would have to do is do a lot of research and talk to people before I discussed it. You know, that just makes sense to intelligently um, research. And to be honest, actually, that is actually something that I make sure I do on, on before I talk discuss a topic that I don't know anything about. So that would be my advice to men or women that before discussing a topic, have gain knowledge, gain or go to someone with expertise, you know, getting some a doctor who knows about anorexia, that would make sense, bringing them on the podcast and then discussing it. Do, do you see what I mean? So how Muslim men approach the subject, how the, and also what is their intention? That is it to, this is a big question, what is your intention? Do you care for your sisters? Is it from a place of you know, love for them and you want to help them? Or is it to just get views? Is it to get a, um, you know, like get notoriety, you know, get publicity? Are you, are they pandering to their male audience? Because they they know their male audience may have issues with this, you know, and they, um, so there's a lot to think about, I think. And again, I'm not criticising them. I'm just putting, these are my observations. And I think in the same way we could apply this to women, that if we're going to talk about subjects relating to men, do we do it in that way as well? Or do we do it as a reaction or some personal experience? Again, I think some do it in that way, especially on Twitter. It's a, you wonder why do people, men get so angry or are so, you know, anger has to be the word actually, um, and so quick to attack and put down and you think you have to stop before you do that. But now the other reason, okay, so that's that's something for people to think about before they create this kind of content. But then also then a, a man, a male YouTuber may say, well, I don't see women. There aren't, where are the big names or where are the women creating this content and discussing these important issues? So they might think, you know, I'm thinking of when like a... Um, you know, when a famous influencer takes off her hijab, you know, they'll make a video. They'll make videos on feminism and how that is causing problems in Muslim families. They might, you know, um, when, you know, a TED talk was done um, about how hijab isn't, you don't have to wear hijab, then they'll do a reaction video to that. You see, so they'll say, well, we don't see the sisters do it, discussing these important topics. So therefore, we feel that we have to discuss it. So now that's very interesting that the things that you do get women who I've seen women who do do, do this, who will they'll react to videos and they'll answer back. But now the thing is that people tend to want to watch men more. Um, whether that's, is that because they are posting weekly, they have a bigger following, but there does seem to be that people give men more... Um, what's the word, more respect 
they will listen to them more? Or is it the case that more men are watching these videos or they um, are men more on Twitter? So then um, the popularity of the male speakers increases, you know, so and, and it makes you think what, one thing you need to realise, you know, doing, uh, as I have, I, I do have a YouTube channel. Um, uh, I've been doing this podcast for a long time, I have a website. To create this content takes time, especially if you want to do it well. Um, it takes time. You have to gain certain skills and knowledge, you know, how to make videos, how to edit. You also have to have equipment. And... I'm wondering how many, like as women, if you are, let's say, okay, if you're working full time, or then let's say you're a mother and you're working, so you have less time, or even just being a wife and taking care of the home, that takes a long time. So how many women have the time and the skills without any help initially to do this? Now I'm someone who does exactly that. And I'm telling you, it does, it takes, a lot of time what people just see is the end video that 20 minute video or that 30 minute podcast no one sees all the amount of time the background like anyone who if if you are any kind of content creator whether you know you know exactly what I'm speaking about (coughs) but for people who don't um it's just seen as oh it's just it's like it's magic and it appears (laughs) but now, one thing I would say is that when you see, maybe you don't realise, but a, anyone who is quite popular on social media, they then will have a team. So, for example, people who make YouTube videos, I'm thinking of, you know, I'm thinking of a lot of people I, I know of and I videos watch. They will either pay someone to do the video, the videoing and the editing. They will have a team who will create the post, will do their Instagram, they will do their designing. So now if you have a team, and especially once you get big, you can afford, because the YouTube videos, you have to then now think, how do you pay for all of this? If someone, someone has to, if they decide to do this, they need time. So that means they are not earning money, then they have to be earning money through that content. I actually think that's, that, that makes complete sense. So then there's the YouTube ads, or there's donations, or there is um, Patreon, yeah? So can you see there, to get to the point where, so for um, again, I'm just thinking of Muslim male YouTubers. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Um, 
They have all of that. So they can regularly create this stuff. And I'm not, and that's absolutely fine. I understand that makes complete sense. Um, and then, so therefore, their content about Muslim women is going to keep increasing, especially when it gets a lot of views. And so therefore, anyone who is small or anyone who doesn't have a whole team, that they just can't do that. I think that's that's something to bear in mind. So going back to our main question that why, that when women say men shouldn't discuss women's issues, the point is they will continue doing it because they get watched and they get listened to. And a lot of women do listen to them. And because they want answers, they see, okay, these people are talking about it and it's a common issue and we want to find answers. So therefore, do you see, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a circle that will continue. And, you know, it's, it, to say that they don't understand, okay, that's true, they, they may not, but we have to just be aware of um, the reality of, creating content about Islam, especially Islamic content creators, that what is the situation? And just going back to, if you look on, if you look on LaunchGood, or when I when I see people asking for donations to support their work, again, what you find is that the big organisations, the people who are famous, they do get the most donations. And again, that's not a criticism of them at all. That's, that is the way the world works. But if women... If you're like like yourself, if you want women to make content, you're then going to have to show your support to them. And I, this isn't I'm not just saying just support me. There are many. There are female um, scholars. There are female Quran reciters. There are websites. Um, there are you know you you will know this. There are it's you have to find them and then show them your support. It can't happen. Because again, doing this, unless you have a team, it is a very um, lonely process. I'll be completely honest. And I've seen, for example, I saw a sister who, relatively famous, who she did um, a donation campaign. And she, um, yeah, and she, alhamdulillah, she got donations. But when I compared it to the other really big organisations, or even just any, if they had a Muslim male personality, it, got, it gets more, yeah? And people say that, oh, the, the whole... Okay, so you know you have famous sheikhs or famous speakers, and then what has happened sometimes, a few of them, not all, then a scandal will come out. And then people say, oh, we shouldn't put them up on a pedestal, we shouldn't have blindly followed them, or we shouldn't have... Um, you know, the, all these things come out later. But then I see the same mistakes being made again. Everyone, you know, propping up certain personalities a lot. Or even, you know, it's... If you think about, okay, when um, when there's a conference or there's an online event, things are changing now. You will have um, female speakers, and that's a good thing. But again, that's not coming from any kind of feminist perspective. It's coming from perspective that... There are going to be, why not? Why shouldn't there be women on the panel? Again, I, it's so weird that you hear certain um, uh, Muslim YouTubers um, saying, not even set all people who have websites saying that it's gone too far, that there always has to be a woman on the panel. 
Um, th- th- I don't think that's true. I-, I see some that have mixed. Sometimes you have just women-only panels. It depends on the subject. But it's a good thing to have women of knowledge and women who know their subject talking about it because it inspires other women to gain knowledge, inspires the younger generation. There is, I find it odd when Muslim men have a go at that whole practice. I, I, I don't see, I haven't seen anything in Islam which says we should be discouraging women from speaking, discouraging women from passing knowledge. But if we want it to continue, we have to support um, our sisters. That That's something that has to be done. And how do you... Okay, so I'll talk about how you support at the end. Um, but it is a... It, it really does remind me of a chicken and egg situation. Um, and But another thing that is interesting is that um, when Muslim women are not encouraged to go into the field of Islamic knowledge um, but also get paid for their work, if that's and they're criticised for being paid for the work. So I'll tell you, for example, on sometimes I'll get comments on my Instagram or YouTube that why... Um, so I have courses that I do sell that they'll say, oh, you should give this away free. And the thing is that what you need to realise is that, like I said before, if you're not paid, the, these things take time. So either you're going to work. So, for example, I'd be teaching online English Either I can dedicate my time to that um, because you have to pay the bills and you have expenses. um, Life isn't free. Um, I find it so odd uh, when people then say to me, no, you should do this. Everything should be free. Um, So either or you take your time and knowledge and then you you can then sell that. You can then it's a service, basically. So that's but I do find it odd when it will be mainly women who are saying you should just everything should be free. And again, where does it say in Islam everything has to be free? But um, but then now, no, the point I'm they're making is there's a lot of criticism made of Muslim women who will, um, and I think I, um, I'll be honest, I was part of that criticism because I wasn't aware. Um, so yeah, so so you've got you'll see, you'll see that a lot of Muslim women there'll be hijab tutorial videos or makeup videos or modest fashion. Um, things like that and then now it's very easy to get into that field and it's very easy to then I don't know how easy it's to make money but you can make money through that through different ways but then I can see why Muslim women go into that because it's easier rather than spend the time making Islamic videos making Islamic things because one um, if they have to earn a living they're not going to earn a living from that because they don't get the donations, they don't get Patreon, they don't get, you know, people aren't supporting Muslim women who do that enough. Whereas if you do the hijab and the makeup and the modest fashion, you then can earn a living and you get that support. So do you see, it's, um, I I'd never thought of it in that way, but I can now see why. And also if it's harder for women to gain the Islamic knowledge to begin with, in life, what you're always going to choose the easier route, and I see that sisters do that. Um, so, really, the t- to end, what I'd just like to it, again, like I said, these are my observations, and I know of women who 
used to create Islamic content, but they no longer do for many of the reasons that I've outlined, because frankly, it's um, um, the amount of time and effort. Um, they've now, they have, they, they, they realize it, it in a way, it's not that it's not worth it. It's just, it, they don't get the support that they were hoping they would get. And I'll be honest, they're not getting it from women. Um, because really, um, if you're discussing women's, women's issues, um, and that's what women want. So, for example, things like um, body image, spiritual abuse, sexual abuse, plastic surgery, polygamy from a female perspective, you know, domestic violence, um, you know, it, things that women face. Um, now, m- men aren't going to discuss that because it's not problems they face. And again, and some do, but again, but then when they do, they're criticised. Um, but when women, it takes time and effort. If you want to give the Islamic perspective on all any of those issues, um, what I've noticed, and, and I'm again, I think I'm now falling into that as well. To be honest, is that if oh, friends of mine and other you know fellow like sisters who have knowledge, they're now creating less and doing less online because they're saying we have to. Again, like I said, they're not getting the support and financially they have to then think about other things that they've got their family. Because at the end of the day, in Islam, their priority is themselves, their family, their relationship with Allah. And then if they're doing this, is then if they can do nasiha, if they can give, you know, dawah in other ways, they'll do that. And then online, they're giving up because saying it's just too much energy and then also thinking well we'll, we will then just leave it to the men to do so can you see this it goes back to the to answering that question that um why do men discuss women's issues and it really is because of all those the points that i've just made and my final thoughts are that if you want women to discuss these you have to show your support, yeah? Okay, how do you do that? Number one, first is always dua. You do dua for, um, you know, the women. And and of course, you met dua for men, but we're talking about women today. So do dua for the women who are taking the time to create this Islamic content. Because the thing is that women get more hate as well, yeah? They'll get criticised for their looks. They'll get criticised for... Just they're not they're more they're scrutinized more yeah as Muslim women especially in hijab we know we're criticized and scrutinized in by wider society but then that happens in our communities as well which you just think again why am I going to put myself out there if I'm going to get this criticism so please do dua for them number two follow their accounts yeah so you know their Instagram their YouTube you know just subscribe share their content with your friends and family. Um, and then donate to them, yeah, uh, because it's expensive and to do these things, you know. I'll, as I'll just tell you, like websites, the yearly cost is a, is a lot. Email lists is a lot. Um, subscribing to Canva to create those pretty Instagram posts that costs money. Um, you know, if you want, so and that's just the basics. If you want equipment, that costs money. So. 
it's um yeah but these are the ways that you can support your sisters and then inshallah you will have more women who are answering and discussing important issues that other people just don't think is important you know it's a bit like i do the one uh, one of the positive things of feminism is that it did raise awareness about women's issues they realized no one's talking about our problems so we're going to talk about it so in the same way there were more problems that muslim women face so therefore muslim women should talk about it so inshallah a lot to think about um you know inshallah let's remember each other in our du'as and um inshallah um yeah i uh, like i said previously you can subscribe to um my newsletter on smartmuslima.com i do have a donation page on my website you can donate and support my work and um yeah and you shall just share this with friends and oh yes please leave a review that's the way um other people get to hear about this podcast and um if you're interested in feminism i do have a course again it was quite interesting i saw a male youtuber has um did a, did a series of videos on feminism and in the comments again women are saying why is a man talking about this and um but yeah but if you want to learn about feminism enroll in my course if you're interested in pre-marriage advice i have a really excellent course on that all relating to women so yeah inshallah check them out and um love to get your feedback so take care assalamu alaikum inshallah if you found this podcast useful please leave a review so others can find out about it currently this podcast is a one man band i do produce and do everything on my own but unfortunately due to health issues i'm going to have to reduce the frequency of the episodes that i'm creating so i really do need to hire some people to help me to produce the podcast and to really market it as well now inshallah you can help me and support me by doing dua inshallah for my health and secondly by donating you can do that via the link in the podcast notes and also on my link tree bio which is farhatamin_uk it's on my instagram bio as well your donations will help me cover production and overhead costs and you'll be part of this amazing work helping me to grow the smart muslim podcast to another level so that we can reach more people educating and sharing this beautiful theme islam I'm tremendously honored and blessed to have a community of people who value what I do. So again, thank you so much for your du'as, reviews and donations. Have a catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner 3 days in a row, dreaming of something better? Well, hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at hellofresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.